say variety is the spice of life. We've won one, we've drawn one, and we've lost one. Life's never dull, Ben. No, it never is. Welcome to episode five. This is Wise Men Say. Welcome. Hello. Uh, this is episode five of Wise Men Say. Hello. And we are very happy to be here. I'm Ben. <laughs> and I'm Robin. Um, we are a little bit sort of uh, average at the moment, aren't we? Uh, we're, yeah, we're you know, covering all bases. Covering all bases. We're scoring, you know, I mean, we've scored four goals away from home at Peterborough, which is uh, no we mean feat. Two, yeah, we scored four goals at home in the last two games. Smashed Bristol Rovers. In your face, Rovers. Yeah, like got them into a real frenzy, a real frenzied panic in the second half. They didn't Ooh, like it, did they? Shall I sit here? Shall I sit there? Yeah, they didn't like it. Um, and then, uh, well, I'm not sure what happened today. T- today was a bit of a surreal experience. Four goals are sending off, and still I don't feel like I've actually actually seen a game of football. How does that work? I want my money back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what that means. <laughs> Their uh, points of view. When or when will Swindon realise? <laughs> um, anyway, uh, yeah, this is, uh, this is episode five of Wise Men Say. Five episodes, wow. Well, we, I know, we feel like we're growing, but as always, we'd love to hear from you people. We'd love to hear from you. Do so, you? Uh, we have an email address. We I do know. have an email address. All you need to do is, uh, is, is email wisemensay at live.co.uk and we'll, we'll pick it up. You know, we also have a blog stroke website, which is wisemensaystfc.blogspot.com. Go and visit it. Pass it on to your friends. Yeah, Take it to it. dinner parties. Tattoo it on your face. <laughs> this is episode five. We're going to review the three games that we've mentioned. We've also got a little feature on the best uh, strike partner that we could have for Charlie Austin. Well, I just want to call it a partner for Charlie. A partner for Charlie. It's yeah. like, a, like a place in the country or... Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> place in the country. <laughs> or strictly come down or, Yeah, or a, a vet in practice. Is that, practice. A, is that even a... Is, <laughs> that's like the worst reality show. <laughs> Cooking in prison. <laughs> that's what it's like. Anyway, we hope you enjoy it. Indeed. It comes to Rose. He's putting some excellent crosses tonight. Morrison! It's in! It's 1-0! The big centre-half gives Swindon the lead. First match review uh, of episode 5. Uh, Swindon at home to Bristol Rovers on Monday the 11th of October. It's a win! Great win. Great win against a good side, Ben. Yes, we weren't really in the game for the first 15 minutes. We weren't at all. I turned to John and I said, "How? Are we, where's the win going to come from? And then 15 Did, minutes into the second... Did John sec- have the answers? <laughs> John, no, John didn't have the answers. 15 minutes into the second half, it was like, well, why aren't we 4-0 up? But 15 minutes into the first half, it was definitely... Why, are we, four n- why yeah. are we 4-0 down? Yeah. They really... Well, you can't say they came out all guns blazing. I think we were kind of asleep for the yeah, first let them, minutes. Yeah, we let really them play a bit. Too many under-hit passes and sort of... Uh, a lot of defenders playing the ball without actually looking where they're passing it to and sort of... Yeah, silly things. Uh, they're, they're a good side, you know, and uh, that made me happy that we, we made them look very average in the second half. In fact, we were pressuring them so hard that they were having to clear the ball out for throw-ins and, and goal kicks and what have you. We were getting up <laughs> Clearing the ball out for a goal kick? <laughs> <laughs> it might work. Yeah, we were getting into them. That, that fir- uh, sorry, the, yeah, the first 15 minutes of the second half were... The best I've seen this season. Yeah, it was brilliant. Atmosphere was great as well. Yeah, definitely. For a, um, for a night game, for a game that's televised live on Sky Television. <laughs> Where are all their fans, Ben? Bristol? Still in Bath? I don't know. Yeah. So they, they marched down to the counter ground all 900 strong, I think it was. Was it 900? They're probably not even that, was it? Maybe, eight, yeah, nine or 800. You reckon? I don't know. I'm not like Rain Man. I can't just look at things and total <laughs> you them You do up. remind me a bit of Rain Man. Yeah, I remind myself of Rain Man. Yes. <laughs> anyway... Amankwood was a bit scary first half. Um, yeah, the love is is rapidly no. The, the love's not going. Okay, it's like it's like when a dog bites his owner. <laughs> you still love him, but he's just hurt you. That's what it was. But yeah, that first half, Kev, 
Kev, you're killing he, there, us now. There was there was that one section, wasn't there, where everything he did was it was like the whatever the opposite to the Midas touch would be. <laughs> the Sadim touch. That's you just put it backwards. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. He, he got an ironic cheer when he uh, did something right. Took a throw incorrectly. <laughs> like he, he is a bit like that. I think he's he's a bit of a confidence player for me. You know, he's big and strong and quick and all the rest of it. He can actually qu- cross a ball quite well as well. And uh, particularly last season, he was one of our unsung heroes. I thought I thought he was very effective in the right back role. I thought he was quite you know not afraid to get forward and. Um, you know, wasn't uh, you never felt uh, your heart was always in your mouth whenever someone was you know, trying to take him on, um, or Concentrate, ha- or ha- made him careful, made him turn so <laughs> made him turn so that he was running back to goal. But you know, yeah. this season he's looked shaky, and you know that. I mean, the Bristol Rovers compared with his uh, compared with his performance at London Road was. Uh, we we'll, we'll get on to that one. Yes, um, I want to say that Richie and Bull are a great double act. Like Cannon and Ball. Like Cannon and Ball, but with Richie and Ball instead. Yes, or, um, I don't know, mince meat and tomato sauce. Yeah, <laughs> tomato. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they are a good double act. Ball, for me, more of a second striker, and Richie, obviously, a bit more naturally suited to playing out wide, although Ball seems to do okay. I like the wide. way they interchange. Ball's on a, on, a, on a hot streak. He is. I know I'm using a lot of American terms today. <laughs> tomato hot streak. I don't, I don't know why. <laughs> Yeah, they're, they're, they're two quality players, and uh, Richie um, certainly looks more than capable of operating, you know, at, at the next level. <laughs> Whatever that is. <laughs> I just gave Robin a strange look then, because that's a very strange thing to say. Uh, they were the catalyst for me, Ball and Richie. Or Cannon and Ball, I'm going to call them now. <laughs> Cannon and Ball were definitely the catalyst for, me, for us performing a lot better in the second half and sort of uh, getting back into it to the first half as well. Ferry was good too. Ferry was good. Yeah. I would say, but for the wingers, it's nice to have wingers who can actually beat people. No offence, O'Brien. And produce a cross. <laughs> Again, I'm not singling you out, O'Brien. <laughs> <laughs> but it's nice to have those components, which are kind of, you'd say, essential to being a winger. Um, can we just confirm that the fact you mentioned O'Brien twice in that last passage mean, is purely coincidental? Yeah, it's the first name that came to my mind. Yeah, I well, mean, he is a winger. <laughs> he came on and did a job against Dagenham and Redbridge. That's the most effective. Actually, no, we forget. You know, it's weird. I looked at the table. We're eleven games in now. In fact, I know. no, we're twelve. No, it's flown we're 11, by twelve that. games in. It really has. What's going? On? It's been a weird season as well. It's co- it's almost like. Life's never dull because the results don't have any consistency or pattern to them, but life still is a bit dull because we can't expect to, you know, we can't really hope for promotion or or, or the excitement of a survival. I know. But that's quite a way in. That's like, you can still taste the toothpaste from my early morning brushing of the teeth. Yeah. That's and that's the analogy I'm going to use. Who was it I was speaking to? I went I was speaking to someone the other day about it. Um, no names mentioned. It was at football training, but they were saying, you know, you forget the last season was was a little bit shaky as well to start with, and it was it wasn't quite on this grand scale. But then again, the league wasn't quite as tight either. It was still a tightly. It's I always think... been a tightly. But I mean, anything can still happen. It's just we're, we're waiting to. I think we'll win today. Anyway, that's the. Well, I'm talking about right. Orient. Right. We're. Uh, I'm just going to power through some of the points here, Bass. Go on. Go for it. Go, mate. go for it. Okay. I'll just. So, uh, great header by Ball. Unlucky to hit the bar. He's on form at the moment. He got ahead of his man so well then. Yep. Uh, Showed good strength. Bit surprised it took Wilson so long to start including him, but I'm, I'm glad he's been included so much. Obviously got an eye for goal, getting yes, a header has. in like that. Uh, Sean Morrison is a goal-scoring centre-half, as well as a freak of nature. As well as, and, you know, that's a, you know, uh, I saw him on Saturday night, Ben, just briefly. Yeah, yeah. Saw him in Longs, didn't say anything to him, but the guy is massive. He's huge. <laughs> he's, with, uh, he's with Charlie and, and JP. Anyway. Maybe on. 
Uh, yeah, we said about the first 15 minutes of the second half. Uh, even though, was he offside? I don't know. But Pericard missing that header. Pericard, Pericard, Pericard. What are you doing, mate? Come on, sort it out. Put it in, always score. Great assist by Ferry. Um, he's that really first c- touch. Two touches of such poise. <laughs> you right there, big man. <laughs> On the ago. <laughs> Busting into the box here, big man. Oh, dear. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Turn me, lad. <laughs> Sorry. I think he's suited to the attacking midfield role. Seems it. He's very sort of neat and tidy. He was always neat and tidy in possession. Um, it was. It, I don't think I ever saw him took a shot last season. Take a shot last season. <laughs> took a shot. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, there we go. I mean, um, you know, Big Kev should be playing at number ten, as we all know. But Ferry's certainly making a, sure. a strong case. Well, with that assist, uh, I've not seen the replays on Sky, and I've only seen the replays on SGFC player. But my initial reaction at the time was that it would have gone in anyway. Ferry's cross. So, Paragard, just kind of stealing. Yeah, I heard you say that. Glory. I had a look at it. I think it would have hit the post. No, nope, it's going straight in. <laughs> uh, also, the thing about McGovern that you notice at the moment is just how anonymous he is. Yeah, it's... Where is he? He does a lot of running, but what's he actually doing? And that's... Because it's not really his natural position, is it? It's weird, because, like, Amankwa and McGovern were two of our, were, were our right side last season, and they were very effective. You know, there was overlap from Amankwa. McGovern was always solid, uh, you know, efficient in possession and put, putting in decent crosses. And now... Amanko looks lost um, for, for his defensive duties, and McGovern looks ineffective in the middle. So that, that's, a, that's a shame. I think we are missing Greer as well, massively, if I'm honest. Just for the organisational piece. Yeah. But, um, it's yeah. nice to uh, see the scoreboard stop work, uh, working at the end as well. Yeah, yeah, that's all. Sky awesome. took all the power. A few seasons ago, that scoreboard said that we were S-Town for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with that, s Dog? <laughs> Who are they? S-Town. <laughs> it's a good name. It's, yeah. it's like when Swindon went street. Yeah. That's what they're trying to do. Yeah, yeah. Go to the youth crowd. It does sound like one of those bands, doesn't it? Like JLS supported with S Town. I don't know. <laughs> girl, girl, a man was here <laughs> in my world. <laughs> my love uncurled. Oh. oh, that's why you're not allowed to join S Town. Yeah, that's why I'm not allowed in boy bands. And because <laughs> I'm rather tall and weird looking. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, Bristol Rovers. Great win. Great look. Great drummer. Good all that. <laughs> Great drummer. Yeah, spinal tap quote. Oh, I'm with you. Yeah, yeah. sorry. Um, yeah, well, that was that was a that was a a, a review of sorts of Bristol Rovers. <laughs> <laughs> Is there to be a winner? Posh driving forward, right away across. It's turned in off a Manqua. and Peterborough could well have snatched this thriller. It's an own goal. It's five four. Going to look at the uh, Peterborough game last Saturday on the 16th at London Road now. Um, Big Kev, you're breaking our hearts. I mean... Is, it, is that too early to go into that? <laughs> no, no, that's fine. I mean, yeah, it was it was heartbreak. Um, heartbreak from Big Kev at the end there. Although, to be fair, Mikael Smith was uh, was there on the back post, wasn't he? Ready to uh, tap it in. So. It would have been a goal anyway. Yeah, I mean... I suppose, you know, you could have maybe cleared it instead. But um, Yeah, but his positioning was all sort of a bit... Your shape was your body shape was a bit wrong. I listened to it on the radio, and it sounded like when we went three 0 down, Big Kev was one of the main reasons we got into it. But then I looked at the highlights, and I saw that yeah, he did provide the cross for the first one, uh, and the second one you could make a case for him providing the cross. But really, it was just they should have cleared it, shouldn't they? Mm. Uh, so he wasn't he wasn't that involved. I've, basically, I tried my best to deny the fact that Big Kev um, is having a poor season. <laughs> I don't want He's to... having a poor season. He is having a poor season. He was up fought against Dagenham as well um, for... Well, oh, the first... Don't, don't say it. It's like, <laughs> it's like you're making fun of my child. No, all right, I'm sorry. 
Anyway, the, yeah, he's not my child. Clearly. For the neutral, um, what, a must game. Have, what a game. It had everything. Get your money's worth. Yeah, that's nine goals. They don't get that in the Premiership. No. Well, not very often, anyway. Not very uh, often. Their first three goals. So I was listening to this on the way to uh, driving down to Cardiff. So I listened to it as far as um, Bristol. Got to about sort of just Bristol, about to go on the bridge. And that's when I couldn't pick up Wiltshire Sound anymore. So I, I was able to hear their first three goals there. And having watched them on STFC player, all really soft. Kind of just trickled in. They did a bit. A positive start from Peterborough, who are, you know... They're a good the, team. A good team and the division's top scorers at the time. So we could, we, you know, in a way, maybe we could have expected it a little bit more. Um, credit where credit's due, it was a positive start. Particularly the first one, they moved it very quickly. Mm. Uh, got the cross in, and there, there we go. Um... Our heads were down by the time yeah. the third one went in. The third one was just, oh, go on then, have you, another one. You would be, though, wouldn't you? Yeah, oh, absolutely, it's yeah. It's so difficult. And I know like, people say, oh, never let your heads drop, but come on, man, we're all human, we all do it. That's it. I get upset when I stub my toe, for Christ's sake. Yeah, stand on a plug. Not exactly. That's, that's, even that's, worse. It. that's it. Write the day off for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the third goal they scored is a rubbish kick from Lucas, but it's, it's not, I don't think it's Lucas's fault. It's just, they were still far enough out that it shouldn't really be much danger, but he's been able to just go through someone's put it through to me mm, just trip yeah it, it was it was again. like uh, whatever but then uh so Bass, we were a bit down in the dumps but then something glorious happened yeah i mean a, a fantastically taken first yep great uh, shimmy by ball great Send shimmy. him one way cannon and ball yeah cannon in one way balled in the other <laughs> balled him that makes <laughs> it sound like he i'm not even gonna say what it makes it sound like you know but yeah more importantly assisted by big kev yeah uh well done big kev for uh, the creative force um god they it must have been absolutely mental for three, I mean three three at half time, ridiculous. Yeah, I know. The, the, all of the goals for Swindon, I thought you know. We, you know Charlie, right. Charlie comes on, and that's that. <laughs> Game <laughs> over. Yeah, you're in trouble now. Yeah, not, uh, I was going to say for the second goal. I thought it made it's a bit harsh on Perikar. Um It kind of sends out the wrong. I mean, and I like I'm a fan of Perikar and I think he as long as he is at the club until his legs completely go, he will continue to do a good job because I think he's a quality player. That's just my opinion. But um, I think it sends out a bit of a weird message when you take him off and you put Charlie on, you know, um, well, I, in I, the I, first I, half. It kind of... Some people could interpret that as, you know... I you Charlie's know, back. Yeah, move Charlie's over. back, move over. Well, um, I, I'm not going to complain about that because I... Well, it worked. It, it did work. You know, and Pericard, so he's all right. He's, uh, you know, I know you're not a fan and a lot of people aren't. Richie's got... A, to use a partridgeism here, he's got a foot like a traction engine. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Richie, he's got a great shot on him. Yeah. Yeah. He, he looks. He looks the real deal. Um, as long he as he does, <laughs> really does. And the real deal. I'm looking forward to seeing him today. I think we're going to demolish Leighton Orient today. Well, but... yeah, we'll get on. To that. Yeah, we'll get on. To that. Um, composure shown by Ball for a second goal. See, he's waited for the keeper there to yeah. make the move, and then he's just taken it past the ball. Yeah. Him. Uh, drop the shoulder. Yeah. Keepers thought, oh god, I look silly. I kind of reckon that Ball might be a good dancer. Yeah, maybe. It would take him to the ball. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, oh, uh, talking of jokes, um, funnies. Um, there was a there was a funny on the. I listened to the whole thing on BBC Wiltshire. This is fantastic, right? So halfway through the second half, um, Ufori Twam. Oh, I can't say his name. Ufori Twamsi comes on for Lee Frecklington, right? Yeah. And Nathan Mendes, uh, Nathaniel, sorry, Mendes Lang comes on for Aaron Davis. Yeah. And uh, obviously, Mikel Smith, Craig Mikel Smith's already on the pitch. So yeah. there's three double play, three, three double barreled names on the pitch. Yeah. So Vic Morgan says, "Ah, um, they like their uh, they like their double barreled names uh, in the Peterborough side, don't they?" Yeah. And the co-commentator, I can't remember who it was, but comes up with, "Well, they're they're a very posh side." Oh, oh I know, I know. 
And all I've done there is basically listen to the radio last week and then repeat the joke on a podcast this week. But I don't Do you care. they rehearsed it? I can't remember who it was. Who was it? Can, uh, can anyone email in and tell us who it was? Tell us. Tell us what you think. It was next Swindon player. I can't bloody remember who it was now. No. Right, a couple of, I think, final points for me. I know this is. It been wasn't Lady Whitbread. We've... we've... <laughs> <laughs> this is your star. <laughs> uh, we're not going into in-depth analysis of these games, obviously. Um, but Rosette, Sean. Rosette. Or to use the Americanism again, Rosie. Rosie. That sounds, that sounds like Rosie. 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 Rosie and Jim. Yeah. Rosette, Sean. Rosette and Rose-ed. Jim. Rosette. Give him Big Kev no option. He sees the net in front of him. He just wants to score. <laughs> he does it every day in training. You've seen him do it. He can finish. Oh, it was a heartbreaking, wasn't it? It really was, yeah. Well, so I, 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 you texted me on when I was uh, on the way down, and luckily when I was at a service station, I, I read it because I wouldn't read a text. What service driving. station were you at? It's major or whatever it's okay. major or whatever yeah. it's called. And um, nice. <laughs> Stop asking me a relevant question. Yes, the facilities were very nice. Had shower facilities, which is obviously very nice if you've been travelling a long distance. Oh, Don't no. ask. You're going to give me that look like you're going <laughs> to ask another question about it. <laughs> And I've completely forgot what I'm going to... This is what... We don't have professionalism yet, okay? Okay. Uh, yeah, so you texted me and you said, oh, it's for real. And then when I finally got to my girlfriend's in Cardiff. Yeah, 5-4. Yeah, I mean... Heartbreak. One of, one of those ones where... It's the curse of the peas, Ben. Plymouth, Peterborough. If you're a neutral, games against teams that begin with P are great to watch. If you're not a neutral, they're heartbreaking. There we go. Those are th- have we got any more teams with P in our league? Because uh, that's going to be another goal fest with a late last minute winner for them, surely. <laughs> this Robin's tip of the day. Yeah, look out for the peas. Um, no, that's it. We've played all the. So that means, okay, in theory, then if 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 my uh, my yin and yang sort of <laughs> is working, then that means when we play Peterborough and Plymouth uh, in the second half of the goals. season, expect goals and expect a last minute winner to even it out. Reduce some last minute winners is what I'm trying to say. You know, me and you had that discussion about how uh, when you beat a team. If they've beaten another team, that means you're better than them. The like, discussion that people used to have when they're younger. Like, I remember yeah. someone saying to me, because can you remember when Norwich beat like Bayern Munich? Yeah. And Bayern Munich had beaten like Man United or something like that. And someone's yeah. going, yeah, that, that means that Norwich are better than Man United. And some, I think, <laughs> or even it might be because Swindon are beating Norwich, they're like, so that means Swindon are better than Bayern Munich. <laughs> and I wanted to try and. There's work. some brilliant ones of those, though. You can, like, you can, if you do a bit of research, you can make any team. Yeah, well, that's what I'm other team. Can someone make Swindon the current European champion? <laughs> So they have to work it all the way back to them uh, to them beating a team, whichever it is, so that someone ends up beating Inter Milan. And it has to be within the last year. Can you do it? Email it to wisemensay at live.co.uk. Within the last year? Yeah, that's a good challenge. I like that's it. That's a good challenge. If you do it, you might... There'll be a prize. Yeah, can we give the, can we give the, the, the competition a name? Make Swindon European Championships? Or can we call it Europe Quest? Yeah. Yeah, we can call it Europe Quest. <laughs> Even though that sounds a bit like a, a board game made by Parker. Well, like, by Scott Parker. A board game made by... Did you know he makes board games? <laughs> well, it's just one of his hobbies, isn't yeah. it? He also uh, is a chauffeur in Thunderbirds. <laughs> um, <laughs> any other... Any other... Any other Parker-related jobs <laughs> yeah. that Scott Parker has? Um, I, I'm... Right, the, my final thought on this yes, game is... lady. <laughs> what the hell was that? <laughs> That's the, it's just... A, what? Okay, listen, I just want to point out, that was not me who did that uh, that impression there. Because Robin said, what the hell was that really quickly? It made it sound like I've done it. He he was the one who did that really yeah, bad that impression. Was me. Uh, my final thought on this game. I could have let it lie as well. It was gone. <laughs> it was way in the past. We're running way over time now. But it doesn't matter. Right, okay, uh, my final thing on the game is, I know it's heartbreaking that we've lost, but at 3-0 down, I really did fear that it was going to end up being a 6-0, 7-0 drubbing. 
because we're competing against good teams. They're a very good team, right? They've come down a division. They've got three of the best strikers of the league, as alluded to by Danny Wilson. Danny Wilson said that, yeah. So it's got to be true. It's got to be true. He also said we'd ended our uh, unbeaten run. Uh, no, we'd ended our bad streak, rather. And he said, you yeah, know, well, you know, this is the away from home against a top team. Yeah. To, to at least give them a run. That's been the story of their season, hasn't it? They've been scoring loads and letting uh, in don't, loads. Don't get us wrong, we are aware how football works. Yeah. So we know it's still a defeat. <laughs> it's not a case of, well, we scored four. It's all a good <laughs> result. It's just, you know, it's, at least they came back into it. Yeah. Yeah, and that's, that's twice now where we've looked dead and buried and we've managed to come back into it. So there's a bit of fight there. Ooh, away the lads, man. Away the lads, man. Anyway, that was Peterborough. Okay, we're going to review the uh, the game. Uh, Saturday, 23rd of October, County Ground. We have just drawn 2-2 with Leighton Orient. We're full of KFC, so we're uh, quite happy, but it was a bit of a frustrating <laughs> day. It was, yeah. We never really yeah. got going until almost a story of the season, Ben. We never really seemed to get going until the yeah. odds are stacked against us. I'm thinking well, yeah. Plymouth, I'm yeah. thinking Peterborough. We pull it back to a certain degree. Uh, well, well, to be fair, we have pulled it back and, and rescued a point. I think Wilson is an attritional kind of manager. He doesn't like things to be too out of uh, out of the balance. You know, yeah. like, he, he would happily win every game 1-0, I think. And that's not. I don't want to call him a, a dour sort of negative manager. That's not what I mean. But he likes attrition. He doesn't like. And the, I think the problem with that is that we um, we don't seem to be able to do it. It's almost like we're inviting te- lesser. We invite lesser teams onto us, or at least yeah. that's the way they they see it. Uh, the first half, not really much happened. Nothing happened. I stubbed my toe, and that was about it. Well, I was getting progressively colder. Yeah, that was... doesn't really happen. I can't actually think. You said we had four corners in a row. Yeah, we did have four corners in a row. That's, yeah, that's kind of it. Yeah, that was the that was the the high point. They they scored a goal as well. Oh yeah, a perfectly legitimate goal. We've been yeah. told. But yeah, uh, somebody we know who sits kind of in line with where it was said he did look onside, not offside. Yeah, it looked onside to me too. I was I was a little I was the wrong side to really to really judge. But um, so the second half we came out and it's kind of the second half all changed on one thing, and we all know what that was. It was the sending off. Mm. Was it sending off? I'm going to stick my neck out there and say I, I do think it was sending off because, okay, whether you had intent or whatever, it's just, as a you know you can't, those things will go against you. So just don't do them. It's unfortunate when you overrun the ball. I think it's natural instinct to kind yeah. of... And, you know, it wasn't... For me, it wasn't a sending off. For me, it was a textbook yellow, and I said that at the time. I haven't seen the replay yet. I still had a bit of shock, you know, when he did pull out the red. Yeah. But the um, thing is, because Sheehan was looking the other way, and the ref's gone and said, uh, <laughs> I'm going to surprise you with my red! <laughs> Didn't see that coming, did you? <laughs> I don't know why the ref talks like that. Yeah, I mean, he probably uh, doesn't talk like that, but um, he refereed the game as if he he may talk like that. <laughs> <laughs> that's the voice yeah. for refereeing. Like <laughs> that's, that's the, the incompetent tone. Yeah. <laughs> I always find it a bit bizarre as well with uh, when decisions have been made like that, then there's always kind of a, a, a one-minute, two-minute lull. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there is, yeah. Things get sorted out. It's strange, isn't it? And like for four goals, it wasn't really a very exciting game. I heard no. people saying they that we deserved to lose that uh, when they were coming out, and I could see. You know, I don't think no. we did. I, think I don't think. Yeah, I think it draws a fair result. I don't think they had any. They had more chances than us. I don't think we had more chances. I know than why them. people were saying it. Oh, it's yeah. because of our. Well, we're just know, insipid. Yeah, we're not. We're not. I don't want to. You know, I don't want everything. But I, you know, that first half performance we did. The only. 
there were a couple of points in the first half where we managed to string more than five or six passes together, and yeah. we created chances both of those times. For those of you who didn't go to the game, I'm not saying this lightly, but for the first half, the most interesting point for the majority of people sat where we were was what was going on? Was there some sort of steward emergency? Yeah. <laughs> they run out of hot dogs? <laughs> what, what was going on? That was the height of excitement for the first half. Yeah, there wasn't wasn't really much going on. Uh, not um, you know, not a great start to the second. <laughs> no, so getting sent off with Sheehan, and then uh, and then they scored. Yeah, well, Rose came on, didn't he? And, yeah. Uh, um, unfortunately, it was him who was uh, not really turned inside out, but he, it was him who uh, who uh, Matthew Spring cut inside to uh, to finish with his left foot. We, you know, I mean, we'll, hey, we'll we got into it really, got back into it really quickly. There's only a great goal minutes. from Charlie. Yeah. There's a two-minute gap between it. Is there anything that boy can't do? I don't think so. Apparently he's really good at origami. Sudoku. I could probably beat him with that. Yeah. You reckon? I don't know. I'm not actually any good at Sudoku. Okay. <laughs> Give it a go. I hate Sudoku. I can't get the hang of it, really. It's just, just, just numbers to me, though. Yeah. If someone could start it off for me, I reckon I'd be all right. Yeah, and all I had to do was the last number. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be really good at that. Yeah. Um, yeah, fair play to Charlie. Again, great delivery from Rose. Yeah. He has got a great delivery, hasn't he? It's nice to have. Nice to have at this level. Nice, nice to have that in genuine, your locker. Yeah. I mean, we, you know, our free kick specialists over the years haven't been... Uh, yeah, we've had a few, you know, uh, Zippy, obviously. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that... more recently. Mark Waters, of course. <laughs> <laughs> You're answering your own question. <laughs> I almost picture... Uh, this is going to sound really strange, but I always picture Rose a bit like a doctor. Arriving with his briefcase and just pulling out like a, the, le- the left pair and go, yeah. here we go, the boys. Like, I'm just like going to speci- A special teamer. <laughs> a special teamer. <laughs> a special team. Yeah, you know. Like, <laughs> I know what you mean in American football, <laughs> but it just sounds incredibly sordid. <laughs> a special teamer. <laughs> I was captain of the special team. <laughs> all, right, all right, that's a different thing yeah. altogether. But uh, yeah, a great delivery. Yeah. And the guy sat next to me go, goes, kind of make you wonder what would happen if Rose had been starting. I think he was implying that A, we would have scored more because of his deliveries, and B, she and would have got sent off, obviously. It was kind of a. No, yeah, well, that's a decent well, point. Well, well done. Yeah, decent point. Decent point. Got enough hindsight. Why does Revel have to score against us all the time? I, I don't know how he managed to score from there. It's just kind of a little flick on, isn't it? He accelerated past a couple of defenders in the first half as well. I was like, what's going on? He wasn't very good. No, but it's. And he isn't very good. He just raises his game spectacularly. I suppose it bit. happens, doesn't it? People. Yeah. I guess you know, that's part of being a good manager. You, a good manager will make Alex Revel feel that every team they're playing is Swindon Town. <laughs> <laughs> playing Swindon today, Alex. We're playing Bournemouth. Playing Swindon today. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we're in Bournemouth. We're playing Swindon today. <laughs> um, but what, a, what, a, what an uneventful game. There's not, there's not yeah. really too much more but, we can hey, say, is well, there? Well, we haven't talked <laughs> about our, sec- our second equaliser. Oh, well, that's it, true. That's I, mean... true. I know what you were thinking about. But, yeah, the second equaliser... Um, I wasn't sat next to Robin today, you know, this is a tragic story we're talking about enough time, but I sat next to uh, another mate of ours, Alex, who brought his kids Zach along for the first game, and uh, when the ball was placed down, Alex doesn't get to watch Swindon much, and it was uh, McGovern and uh, Rose next to the ball, and he said, uh, is he any good at taking it? I was like, well, if it's Rose, yeah. If it's McGovern, yeah, maybe, we don't know. And then Rose has put the belt in. Top corner. Absolutely beautiful. It was not very far out either. And really no, central. No, they're difficult. really difficult ones yeah. to do. But, um, yeah, fair play. They're impossible on pro either. Well, yeah, exactly. Just, yeah. It's almost like you want to be able to move back. I was a bit... <laughs> also, I said to Alex, when O'Brien came on, <laughs> I said to him, oh, by the way, O'Brien's rubbish. Alex, he's, he's not going to do anything. And then he managed to do like this first two things he did were, first of all, a good cross, then another sort of good 
pull back or cut I back. I think it's just, I don't think it's even his ability. I don't think he's like some, you know, completely inept player who, who has no ability to control a ball or maybe kick it straight. He's got great athleticism, and I think crossing at pace, he can do that. Hmm. He, it's his brain. He doesn't have the footballing <laughs> brain. He just when he when he was down by the corner flag, and he just kind of let the ball roll out. Yeah, uh, the best thing about that was he looked at the linesman. <laughs> kind of, have you seen that? Can I play on? All right, okay. The linesman, of course, may may have been a little bit shaken up from uh, from getting hit on the bounce with the ball in the second half. Good use of bounce. Yeah, well done. Yeah, that yeah, was, that was, that was a, really funny. Again, I like it when that happens. We're clutching at straws here. Yeah, highlight of the game. Yeah. Two, two highlights. You know, I've never got four sec- uh, second half goals and a sending off, and I still sort of. And walk I feel. Away sh- I feel shortchanged. Yeah, I feel. I feel like I've had my value for money from the KFC. Well, and, it was and not nice. from STFC. Hey! <laughs> oh, I see what you've done there. Yeah, uh, uh, can we close on that? <laughs> uh, I almost don't want to. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. Well, let's think of something. Okay. Well, come on. We'll do a, a quick. Three positives, three negatives. All right, okay, right. you go. Three positives. Uh, so well, I'll go first with the positive, yeah? Yeah. Charlie Austin's run of form. He's back. He played 90 minutes and he gets a goal. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Two, you go. Okay. The cast iron fact that we now have a free kick specialist in the squad. Yeah, I'll, I'll you know, go I that. mean, that's a couple this season of real belters, plus a lot of, of real solid deliveries as well mm-hmm. from, from wider positions. That's a massive bonus. That's yeah. going to get you goals. Over, uh, the cont- over the course of a season, that's going to get you goals. I, know, I agree with that. That Simon Ferry seems to be dominating the midfield, be it as an attacking midfielder, or even as a holding midfielder. I thought he did a good job today. Yes, we missed Douglas, clearly. Yeah. But I thought Ferry did as well as he could have done. He is, He is. yeah, he's not the most dynamic of, of players. But, but he, he is, puts the effort in. He is neat and tidy, and he yeah. is, yeah, technically he's, he's very he good. He can, effort. you know, play at, play at all angles and... Uh, okay. Oh, yeah. you get to be Mr. Negativity as well. So first negative from you. Uh, first negative is just the fact that we are negative. You know, we're not. We're not. <laughs> Doesn't that count for you? Double negative. I'm not sure how those, those things work, but um, you know, we need to, we need to be up and at teams at home like Leighton Orient, and we just weren't. Where was the Where was the fight? Where was the cohesion in the first half? There wasn't any. We looked. We looked mm. a little bit lost. So I, I suppose that's a bit of a general one. But what I'm saying is. We don't seem to have the belief in ourselves that we can put teams in a lot of trouble until it's either us in trouble yep. or until it's the second half and the clock's ticking. So there you go, there's my first negative. My uh, second negative for us is we are 13 games into the season. Already we've had three red cards. Now, I'm, we're not a dirty team by any means, but there, there seems to be sort of a, a lack of discipline sometimes. And we never come back. So we never we never win when we go to Mandel. Mm. It's it's a worry for me. Okay. Well, Final one, Bass. Well, my third negative, and th- these words choke in my throat, Ben. Yeah. Big Kev. Oh, you're killing us, Kev. <laughs> you really are. He's killing me. I mean, he's 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 had a a, a textbook shocker today. I'll tell you what, I've um, had to do. I've had to cover over the eyes of my Big Kev poster. Really? It, yeah. I can't I can't look him in the eyes at the moment. That. What have you covered them with? Just tape. Just, 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 <laughs> just, just, just tape, tape, mate. <laughs> Standard tape. I can't tape. Kev, what's, we need you to hit the heights. Yeah, I mean, you know, he's he he does seem a bit like he's a confidence player to me. Yeah. But um, anyway, that you know. That's... Well, it's like it's like the right hand side for me is crying out for Nathan Thompson. Let's give him a run. <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe Nate Dog. Nate Dog. Oh yeah, from last time. Forgot about that. <laughs> so uh, yeah, okay. If 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 that game was a musical instrument, what would it be? Ooh, good question. 
I think so. Uh, I'm going to say keyboard player. Or sorry, keyboard player, keyboard. The keyboard. Yeah, just annoying in general. Okay, yeah, fair enough. Yep. Yeah. What would you say? I'm going to say... um, I'm going to say a Vuvuzela in that it's quite a flat, single tone that's loud and used in South African tournaments. You you astound me, you know that. Thanks. Okay. Anyway, that was Leighton Orient. Okay, so this is my favourite part of the show, which is called Predictions, because I'm winning. <laughs> so are killing me now. Yep, 4-2. So just to review what we were, uh, what, what we were, <laughs> where we were with the last games. Rovers at home, obviously it ended 2-1. I predicted 2-1. So that puts you... 6-2 up, Bass. Did I predict a victory, though? Yeah, I uh, said You predicted a victory, so you get one point. So 6-3. Oh, this, this is hurtful. 6-3. Hey, you can't argue with that sort of stuff. Okay, I'm Peter just going to sit here and not say anything. Well, you know, <laughs> I am pretty awesome when it comes to predictions. Peterborough, five uh, four as we all know. I predicted three one. So you get another point. I get a point for that. And yep. I said we were going to draw a one or so. You get none. You're not doing too well there, Beth. Yeah, my my kind of one one went out the window. You know, um, quite quite early on in that game. Okay, uh, Orient at home. See, this is you really do have a lot of confidence, eh? Yeah. You said that uh, you're going to win 2 0. We should have beat them 2 0. <laughs> I should have too. <laughs> Not how it works. So, zero points for you. I said 1 1. So, so I get one point then. So, what's that? 8 4? 8 3? 7 3? Yes, I have to. That's 8, I'm on. You're on 8. 8 3. 8 3? You might as well give up now. Huh. Oh my god. Yeah, it hurts. 8 3. Eight three, eight three. <laughs> um, so the next games we've got coming up, we're going to be recording the next podcast at the next Saturday home game, which is on the thirteenth of November. Yeah, so there's four games in between now and then. Yeah, we've got um, Orient. Uh, no, we haven't. We've just played. We've no, just played Orient. So the first game we've got is next weekend, Yeovil away. Uh, I'm not going to be there, but I think Robin's going to be going. I'm going to be going absolutely. Uh, you can go first, Bath, as I've got such an unassailable lead at the moment. Yeah, fair enough. Um, well, I mean, um, you know, why why change the habit of uh, of the season so far? Let's go for a one uh, uh, 0 victory. Okay. Go on the towel. Fair enough. I'm going to say a two one victory. Okay, fair enough. So you're ju- you're just kind of you're, you're hedging your bets now. Because well, even I if have... I do get a spot on, you're still going to get a point. I see what you're doing. <laughs> I, mean, I am awesome. I see through you now. Okay, so well, Charlton. Transparent to me. I'll go first to Charlton. Go on. I think it's going to be a tough one, but I think it's going to be a victory in the end, and I think it's going to be a 3-2. Wow, 3-2. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> hey, goal fest. Yeah, I'd settle for that. I mean, um, I think we're going to draw that. I think that's going to be score draw. Score draw, 1-1. Yep, all right. Yep. Good right. Okay, next in the JPT, we have Brentford at home. We have Brentford at home. It's my turn to go first. This is our... <laughs> <laughs> oh, exciting. It's, it is exciting because, um, you know, it's already fast looking like, and I'm sorry for any eternal optimists out there, but... Our best chance of success this season, our best chance of some, uh, you know, Silver. tangible success is uh, is in the JPT, and uh, I think we're going to beat them. I think we're going to do them two nil at our place. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm going to go for two one. Okay, two one. Yep, that's the way I am. Okay, the next one is Colchester at home. Colchester. Hey, I get to go first. That's quite. Yeah, Prince, uh, I reckon Brighton's going to get sent off. Uh, I think we're going to win that just 1-0, to be honest. We're going to nick it 1-0. Oh, well, this is good. I mean, you, you, you predi- if your predictions are as good as they have been, then we're going we're gonna to pick up some points in the next well, few games. Well, I am pretty clairvoyant. You are. Um, all right, well, um, hmm, Colchester. Hmm. 
You've said 1-0. I'm going to go 2-1 then. Alright. 2-1. Okay. Okay, so at the moment it stands at 8-3, just to make sure Bass wants to score at the moment. It's 8-3 to you, mate. 8-3 to me, okay, as yeah. long as you know that. If you had one more, you'd be trebling my score. Well, it'd probably happen next week, to be honest. Yeah. Sorry, next week, next podcast. So, yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, time now for our feature uh, for this episode, episode five. Uh, we're not doing a blast from the past. Instead, uh, we've, uh, we, we, we're going to do a partner for Charlie. A BBC programme that's just been commissioned. Yeah, it does sound a bit like that. Uh, but um, as you'll recall, we, we mentioned uh, in the last episode that we wanted as many contributions as we could for the ideal uh, Swindon Town strike partner for Charlie. And your choices were limited to people who had played uh, for Swindon Town. However, we made it interesting by uh, deciding that we do, in fact, have a time machine. We can go back through any period in time. Medieval, Roman Empire, choose your favourite Swindon Town player, that sort of uh, stuff. Ice Age. Ice Age, yeah, whoever played for Swindon Town in the Ice Age. Yeah. But quite a few contributions from people, given their reasoning behind it as well, so thank you very much for that. Uh, first sort of suggestion, Tom, yeah, Tommy Mooney or Rory Fallon? Um, by a guy called Tom Cadden. Tommy Mooney had a lot of class, Rory Fallon had a lot of height. <laughs> yes, just very key characteristics. Yeah. Uh, great goal by Fallon. Against City, of course. That yeah. goal. I think that's why he suggested it, wasn't it? Yeah, he just said purely for that goal against City. It was a hell of a goal. Uh, Nathan Norris said he's not really using his imagination, but Simon Cox, well, yeah, well, there's no shame in that. He's a great striker. Great goals per game ratio. Fantastic goals per game ratio. Although a lot of them came away from home. You got like two hat-tricks away from home in that in that magical season. Yeah, fair play. He also mentions Billy Painter. It's tried and tested. Yeah, you've got a point. Quite a few other people have mentioned uh, Billy Painter as well. Yeah, when, when, we, when we signed Austin, it was almost like we signed two new players because Painter just became twice the player he ever was. Yeah. It was, it was great. See, that's good when stuff like that happens. Yeah, it, it really was. He brings out the best in other people. He really did. He's bringing out the best in everyone. Just a all-round great guy. All right, I bet he's a Buddhist. <laughs> um, uh, we've also had quite a few people mentioning Duncan Shearer. Uh, a guy called Darren Hughes and Malcolm Day have mentioned Duncan Shearer and, and Jamie Williams as well. He's always going to get a mention. Well, yeah, he's been called an absolute goal machine. Strong as an ox. Yeah, I like all-round striker. We've had a few shouts for the kind of the 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 strong. Striker. The, Chris Chris Hay, I believe. Peter Thorne was another shout. Yeah, well, if it's Peter Thorne a strong striker? Yeah, he was He was a big lad. He got injured quite a lot, though, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, but he had a, he had a good, really good career in the... You know what we, we seem to be quite good at doing, is picking up... Cli- oh, sorry. Picking up players who've not really sort of made it at the bigger clubs. Yeah. And then turning them into uh, consistent, solid goal scorers. I say yeah. turning them into, but they sort of blossom when they get them. No, let, let's go with that. Turn, you know, it's like the magic roundabout effect. You know? <laughs> we, we, we said that you have you to go, go around each of the five roundabouts, and when you complete the fifth, suddenly you're a complete striker. Yeah, it's like an initiation they have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and they ring people and order pizzas when they didn't want them and stuff like that as well. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's part sort of the initiation process. Yeah, and you've got a rap in front of everyone as well. <laughs> hey, we're like a regular gang, huh? <laughs> I don't know why that's the voice that they choose. Uh, Josh Byford, he's mentioned uh, George Ndar, who you're a big fan of Bass, I know. I did like George Ndar, yeah. Exciting player. Yeah, can I, can I shock you? Yeah. I'm going to give you a stat here. I know. Yeah. Go on. George Ndar's goals per game ratio. On, on, the, on your table of goals per game ratios, Ben, how many, how many people is George Ndar looking up at? Is it, is it everyone else? Uh, yeah. He's, oh. he's got a... a <laughs> yeah, he has. He's clearly the bottom. 0.21. Yeah, okay, well, I mean, that you know, that's goals per game. I, I, I actually, you know, um, haven't got time to go into the detail of why I think you'd make a good strike partner for Charlie, but um, I do have my reasons. 
And I, and I was, this point made by uh, a guy called Dan Thomas about Peter Form. He said that he brought blood and guts to a centre forwards role, and we've missed that a little this season. Yeah, fair yeah, enough. Yeah. And he said he was like a pumped up, more aggressive and talented Billy Painter, or is Painter uh, more like a diet version of Peter Thorne? <laughs> diet Thorne. <laughs> Ooh, diet Painter. Yeah. That doesn't even work. Doesn't even work. Uh, we had quite a few people mention Chalky White and his high, high shorts. Yeah. Uh, not not a single person has come back to say that I think it should be fuel toffed which surprises me a bit yeah it is strange yeah but I suppose he's uh... yeah maybe you could make a case for sort of a similar types of player um, Barry Corr um, I think wouldn't be the worst choice in the world I, th- I thought he was very intelligent yeah, he, he's not in the same breath as all these these legends that we're watching here no is his picture on the legends in the legends lounge is it called legends lounge yeah lounge? the winners lounge winners lounge Oh, is, is his picture there? Um, no. No. <laughs> no, it's not. So um, yeah, what I did, I went on this website, which was suggested to me by a guy called uh, Matt Taylor, who's also the guy who suggested Chris A to us. Uh, the website was www.swindon-town-fc.co.uk, which is, if you're into stats, you're going to love it. Stat attack. It really is. Uh, and what we've worked Statsville. Out- <laughs> Statsville, USA. Uh, we worked on um, Staten. Go- you stop it. Sorry, Staten Island. Hey, <laughs> hey. Uh, goals per game ratio. So I'm going to start from the bottom up here. You can help me out with this if you want, Bass. But you know, feel free to butt in <laughs> at the very bottom. And it's not like the bottom of everyone. It's just the bottom of all the people that we compiled. So we've got Rory Fallon, point uh, two eight. Andy Rowland, point two eight. Chris Hay, point three zero. See, I thought you'd have more. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you can like this next one though, Bass. Wayne Allison, 0.30. Nice. Yes. The Chief. Dave Bamber, 0.34. Peter Fawn. Hang on, have I read that wrong? Yeah, Peter Fawn, 0.35. So we're now we're now over the one in three ratio. Yeah, which, yeah. Which we... you know most strikers are happy with, I'd exactly. say. Yeah, I mean yeah, one definitely. in one in two's that, that mark of a real predator, isn't it? A real a real goal scorer. But one one in three, I mean, you know, that's that's, that's, that's a good respectable. Return. Yeah, absolutely. Well how many games are we gonna play this season? We're gonna play what forty six games? So, so that's what's uh... <laughs> Carry That's the 15, one. 15, divided 15 by 12. And, 15 and a third. We've got square Carry root. Carry on one, square root, uh, yeah. sin, yeah, yeah, cosine, yeah. cosine, tangents. Yeah, all that rubbish. Pythagoras. Stop quoting maths. Run it through the Archimedes program. <laughs> Get the BBC Electron. Speak to Gandalf the Wizard. Uh, play some Repton. <laughs> and then go home and watch Tron. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, it's just a great day. Uh, Steve Chalky White, 0.36. The Great Don Rogers, 0.37. Now, 0.37, that's good for the left wing. Well, I mean, I, I, I can barely speak. I'm so impressed. <laughs> I'm lost for words. This is an emotional moment. Uh, Billy Painter, 0.37. Now, well, there you are. That shows how much he came on, because he didn't get off to the greatest of goals and starts. No, he? He, kind of, he was a bit of a shoegazer, I always thought. And then, <laughs> well, then, well, like My Bloody Valentine. Yeah. And other, like, Ride, other bands of that era. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> First you come on strong, <laughs> then you fade away. <laughs> I can't try. <laughs> yeah. Sorry about the shoegazing. Yeah. <laughs> that just makes me laugh. Jimmy Quinn, point four oh. The mighty Quinn. Fair play. Tommy Mooney, point four one. Never forgiven for going into the corner against Brighton in that second leg though. Or, or playing Not for Oxford. I'm bitter. <laughs> or playing for Oxford. Uh Fjortoft, point four four. Oh well, I mean, what can you say? That airplane celebration was a beautiful thing. I did that a few times in my university seven aside leagues when I scored. Did you? Yeah, the airplane ce- celebration. Did they get it? Yeah, um, well, no. It was just something I did. <laughs> just a little thing I did. Yeah. Copied off me. Uh, Alan Mays, 0.45. So we're coming up to the uh, 
go every other game ratio here. So it's quite good. Duncan Shearer, 0.49. See, that's good. That's okay. better than good. That's <laughs> more than lucky. Super Sam Parkin, 0.51. So we are into the top echelons Echelons, here. yeah. These, these are people that are going to get you goals. See, Super Sammy Parkin, 0.51. And he didn't really have any pace at all, did he? No. Didn't need it. Again, another player who's you know, come from a big club. And we've turned him into a goal machine. Charlie Austin. He owes us everything. <laughs> Not Charlie Austin. No. no, no. Charlie Austin, 0.53. Okay. Well, that's a good start. And I believe he's second in your table, Ben. He is second in my table. Who's first? Well, can I shock you? Yes. It's Simon Cox. Coxie. Are you shocked? <laughs> Not really. No. No, he had a fantastic uh, return rate. He's not really found the net since leaving, but he hasn't really been given a, a chance. So you're saying that if we can't go into our time machine and persuade Simon Cox to partner uh, Charlie oh, Austin, then the next best choice is Charlie Austin himself. Or Super Sam Parkin. Or Super Sam Parkin. I mean, we've got a time machine. We're not au fait with cloning. Yeah, no. If we go and get Charlie from, from the past, though, and keep him away from his future self, and maybe put a wig on him and... I don't think it works for that. I think that destroys the future self as well. Uh, does it? I don't know. We'd, we'd have to watch Back to the Future to find out. Yeah. All right, fair enough. Well, just stay away from Dot Brown. <laughs> or Biff Tanner. <laughs> Metaphor for lighter. <laughs> so, yeah, who's a part of Charlie? It's Simon Cox. Simon Cox. And that was Wise Men Say, episode five. Uh, we'll be doing episode six in a couple of w- uh, weeks' time when hopefully we would have picked up, amassed at least seven points in the league and progressed. Um, to the higher, sorry, upper echelons of League One. That's what we're hoping for. Well, no, I was going to say to the regional semis of the Johnston's paint. But yeah, also... <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's difficult, difficult to know where the, the, the positivity is going to come from. You know, we need to start playing solidly before we can start playing well, I think. But, you know, who knows? Who knows what's around the corner? Yeah, we hope you enjoyed listening to it today. It's been good fun for us recording it. Yeah, yeah, well, we always have a laugh, don't we, you know? As always, you know, we'd love to hear from you. We do have an email address, which is Robin. Uh, wise men say at live.co.uk and we also have a blog stroke website which is robin uh that is uh, wise men say stfc.blogspot.com we're also on facebook or as my mum calls it facebooks yeah go and look for us search for wise men say say you like us yeah say say that we're nice suggest it to friends yeah pass on this podcast to your friends distribute it around to everyone sew our names upon your scarves <laughs> You know, <laughs> on your scarves. <laughs> I thought you were going to say scabs then, which is just yeah, weird. It wouldn't really work. Anyway, we'll see you on episode six, innit? Yeah, see you later, man. Bye.